I want you to dream with me here for a moment. Close your eyes and think back to your early childhood memories. Playing on the playground, spending time with family, learning about the world, times of joy, exploration, and discovery. Now open your eyes and take stock of where you are right now. When was the last time you felt that genuine feeling? When the world showed you something new and made you think, wow. So many of us find our lives devoid of the new, of the exciting, of the surprising. Why? What is this unifying cause that is dragging us down every day? It is audible connection. Our ancestors fought, survived, and thrived thanks to the lessons that were passed down. How? Orally. Tales, parables, stories, these undying messages left for those that come after. These are what has allowed us to grow as a species. And now, now what do we have? Facebook, Twitter, texting, digital communication for a digital age. Even our face-to-face -face meetings are had with a screen placed firmly between us. It's time for us to separate ourselves from those forms of communication and reconnect with our verbal roots. I want to play something for you. Something that has moved me to feel in a way I haven't since I was a child. These may sound like the musings of uneducated buffoons, but I'd posit that beneath the jokes lies the true essence of what we have lost as people. A genuine joy for life. Thank you, and enjoy. Welcome to Six Degrees of Celebration! I'm Alan! <laughs> I'm Matt. <laughs> and we're here in the shitbox. Gosh, how did you even end up here? Oh man, what a waste of your time. I now imagine people in a, like, in a, like a university just like, oh. Oh yes, <laughs> I think I can see what he meant now. <laughs> I get it. How are you doing? I am doing quite well. How are you doing? I'm doing really good, my man. Doing really good. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, are you going to talk about how your how your second date went? Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Then I won't bring it up here. Okay. <laughs> At the time of our recording this, it is 75 degrees and sunny and gorgeous. It's hot. It's very hot. So, a good hot. It's a good hot, which kind of leads me to my first thing, which is I traveled. Uh, you went to Texas, I didn't went, you? <laughs> How did you know? It's almost like we lost this few minutes of audio. And, and Have to do it again. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so I went to Texas. Very hot, very humid. Uh, mm. We left Boston. It was like 50 degrees. Landed. It was like 89 and humid. Uh, so it's like, all right, cool. But loved Austin. It's great. It's weird. It's gay. Lots of great swimming to be had. Good. I would say. Uh, Barton Springs. Check it out. Can I ask a question? Please. So I know Austin is the more progressive part of Texas. Yeah. Is there still the underlying Texas vibe in Austin? Like, like, do you go to, like, an art gallery where everyone's, like, much more progressive, but they still have guns? Like, is there, like, a weird <laughs> kind of, like, cross? Um, well, I mean, it was weird because, like, in the airport I saw, like, five gun t-shirts in, like, 30 seconds. Mm. Um, I'm like, all right, well, we're here. Um, but like, <laughs> Austin, Austin does not have that vibe. 
okay. in a way. Like I saw a bunch of like, so I went, I went with my friend Michael, who is gay, and one of his other friends who was down there around the same time as we were. He is also gay. He is also a freelance photographer who oh. photographs drag queens primarily. Is that where you got that photo of you in front of the flag? Did he no, take that? No, that was actually Michael took that. Um, oh, wow. Good for but, you, Michael. Uh, Eric Magnuson, you can check him out on Instagram, has photographed many notable girls and mm-hmm. does a fantastic job. Photographed noted friend of the podcast, Utica. Um, oh, sweet. They work together quite a bit, actually, I guess. Um, <laughs> but basically photographs a lot of queens and was like down there photographing some girls and was just hanging out. Um, lots of gay bars um, that were actually very busy for a Monday and a Tuesday night. Oh, wow. Yeah. But do you think it was because of the concert in town? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. We we went to one bar called Oil Can Harry's um, that had a... <laughs> it feels like it, it would have been better suited to be called Harry's Oil Can. That would have been good, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, they were having a, like, drag competition a la, like drag race kind of thing yeah and they were doing it for nine weeks and we, when we showed up it was the finale oh and so it was like the winner um wow and we got there like nine it went solid until like one thirty, and there were people there like on a monday night that's sick it was fun uh yeah saw a lot of great girls uh, a lot of great performances a lot of fun recent decently cheap drinks all right, we'll have to travel out there again. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, I feel like you would really enjoy it between, like, the food. There's a lot of, like, artsy stuff. You should, you guys would love Zilker Park. Zilker Park? Zilker Park. It is, you know, a, a park, but they have, it's like a botanical garden. Oh, <gasps> that sounds awesome. So they have, like, all the plants labeled and, like, information about the, what, what these are. But they also have, like, art installations. Wow. And, like, and, like, sculptures. They have a whole Japanese section. Oh, that I'm is sold. like <laughs> modeled after like a Japanese Zen garden with like koi fish and like bonsai oh trees God. and everything. That sounds so awesome. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely great. Had a lot of fun. Um, can recommend it highly. Um, <laughs> flight was not too too bad. I got to watch uh, James Bond and have peanuts. <laughs> so good flight, good flight. I mean, and it's. I mean, I know you said, like, flying gives you anxiety. It does, yeah. So, like, I can totally understand that. Um, I was yeah. there, like, way too early, and Michael showed up, like, 45 minutes before boarding. It's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, what the? <laughs> I got here, like, two hours ago. Like, right, yeah. I'm just, okay. I found it's easier for me if I play uh, <laughs> if I play a song that makes it sound like I'm in an anime opener. <laughs> That works. So, like, and, like, the plane's taking off, and I just, like, picture an outside view of me looking out of the plane. Yeah. And, like, then you just do, like, a wipe cut to, like, me standing on the tarmac and, like, the wind's blowing around me. And, like, I don't know, my hair turns on fire or something. Right, right. I mean, that makes sense. Right, right. As it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you you do what you gotta do. I remember I, like, turned on, (laughs) I turned, like, the flight tracker every like oh, 30 so you it's, can know like where you are right it's a little like feature where they like show you like where you are how much time is left like that kind of huh. thing i'm like please get me out this thing i don't want to be here anymore. like <laughs> i want to go i want to get off the plane also oh just it, if anyone is going to austin 
Um, there was a, a bit of debate among the people I talked to and all of that. Um, you should rent a car. Oh, really? Rent a car. Okay. Because there was like a whole bunch of stuff. Like, it does not really have public transport. It's not a very walkable city. Oh, no. It's so flat and wide. Yeah. So, like, rent a car. All right. <laughs> it was like, a, for me, it was like 160 bucks to rent a little Chevy Volt. And she was great. Um, <laughs> yeah, it made, made life a lot easier. All right. Man. I love that you brought up that park because I've been so into plants lately. <laughs> I never used to like plants, and I think it was because I thought I was bad at plants. Okay. And so I would instinctively get, like, bamboo plants and succulents and stuff where, like, you don't water them at all, or, like, once a month or something crazy like that. And I would be like well, I guess I am I can only do this kind of plant. And I didn't really understand the joy that comes from plants because your succulent doesn't get bigger. Right. Like, depending on the one you have, it's just kind of like, oh, there it is, it's still alive. Um, but now that we have other plants, we've got some devil's ivy, we've got spider plants. We have some scary named plants, but they look really pretty. <laughs> um, but, like, you just, when the soil's dry, you water them, and then they grow and they get big. All right. They grow so fast. I'm bad at plants. I see. I, I'm of the belief that I'm bad at plants. Have you tried plants? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when was the last time you plant? <laughs> um, well, I got a fern from Trader Joe's once mm -hmm. and I got and noted plant people. I'm like, oh, you got a fern. Ferns are fan are weird. <laughs> Like it's not a good beginner plant, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh it's, 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 I mean, it's still alive. It's a little grayer, a little like browner, mm. but like it's, I think, still going. And then um, Dan gave me a uh, an orchid that I'm trying to keep alive. Oh yeah, I wouldn't know what to do with an orchid. Yeah, Orchids I have are weird. no freaking clothes, but he got me an orchid, so I'm like, I have. If you die, he died. Like, <laughs> like, oh yeah. <laughs> This plant represents our relationship. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. That was a new girl. <laughs> Nick's Nick's girlfriend got him a, a succulent and he killed it. And he was like, the plant was a metaphor for our relationship. You, she thinks I can't take care of anything. Uh, that's very funny. I like Nick. I like Nick, too. This spider plant I'm super attached to mm -hmm. because I was the one that repotted it. Oh, oh you repotted? Yeah. And it, it had, like, three leaves and, like... I flaked all the dirt off of it and it had like basically no roots and I put it in this pot and I was like, this is going to die. This is so going to die. And they grow so fast. I, I wake up every morning. I'm like, it has a new leaf. Like, whoa, that was crazy. Do I need to repot? Maybe. Oh, we had this, the devil ivy was growing for a while and I was like, maybe we need a bigger pot for it. And when I tried to repot that one, I took the plant out of the pot the roots had basically formed a basket around all of the dirt inside. And so I was like, I need, I need more. Yeah. I need space. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I took it out and I was like, I can't get the dirt out. It's literally encased the dirt in its roots. It was freaking awesome. Plants are alive. Yeah. <laughs> kind of scary. It's weird. Uh, and now I've started propagating them, which I didn't know was like so easy. I was like, how do you do this? And they were like, you, you just cut it. Like cut a piece off of it and then put that piece in water 
And I was like, that's it? And they're like, yeah, pretty much. And then when you see roots, you just do the same thing. You put it in a, in a pot. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, nice. There is an episode of Bob's Burgers where Bob gets a garden. Mm-hmm. You're, oh, giving, yeah. you're giving me that vibe. The town garden. <laughs> you're, you're right. You're giving me just like English lady in the hat. Like, <laughs> You guys are growing really well. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's because of you and your green thumb. Oh, oh come on. Yeah. I, you're, <laughs> I can definitely see that, though. If I could grow a baby, like you can grow a plant, you know, like if I could plant dill pickle in like my garden yeah. and grow a baby brother, like that would be the best. Or a child. <laughs> I was leaning into the Rugrats reference, but still, yeah, I could grow like a child. If, be... if they grew like plants, easy. I could do that all day. I could be a dad. As of today, uh, May 13th, when we are recording this. Timestamp it so everyone knows how lazy Ronnie's being with these edits. Oh, sometime mid-May when we're recording this, <laughs> uh, we have seen like four or five fantastic pieces of music come out in like a four-day period. Oh yeah, I've been seeing you post about these. And I was like, wait, what the shit? Like, what do you? <laughs> huh? Um, when we were in Austin. Michael got me more into this artist that we are seeing later on in the year. Her name is Ethel Kane. She is fantastic. She put out an album called Preacher's Daughter. That is like weird, gothic, dreamy Lana Del Rey stuff. Oh. Very good. Check out the song Crush. It's great. Has a great lyric. Uh, he looks like he works with his hand like he smokes Marlboro Reds, which is amazing. Is this it? Yeah. <laughs> it's a slow start. Yeah. This window's already passed, so we shoot another glass, keeping guns in his locker, and he denies it. Like it's actually important, but he lies a shorted watch, I'm showing up where I'm black, and he denies Sorry, I was getting sucked into no, it. No, it's good. It's really it, good. Yeah, it's like, it's weirdly nostalgic. That makes sense like, for her. Yeah, it's a. It definitely looks like it's a throwback to a certain period of time. Yeah, in like the '90s. I think it's kind of her her vibe for sure. But yeah, so I mean that song is great. Um, as of today, both Florence and the Machine and Kendrick Lamar have put out albums that are fantastic. Oh wow. I, I listened to both of those and like these are both fit like way better than I have any right to be. Um, this is the perfect weather for new music to come out too. Oh yeah, there's like outdoor stuff. Like you and I are going to a show in like a month. 
Which which show is that? Lake Street. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I know. I just knew one was coming up only because every time I keep seeing that jukebox ghost. Is that a band? What? Ju- isn't that a band? Jukebox ghost. Maybe. Jukebox the ghost. Oh, jukebox. Oh, okay. <laughs> jukebox the ghost has a a live concert coming up and i remember being like every time i see a notification for it i'm like oh we have to go and she's like we are going to a different concert on that same day <laughs> right like, oh okay sorry yeah yeah we have we have lake street at at, at roadrunner that'll be fun that'll no, be very wicked excited. fun i'll be very excited this is just great weather to like open up the window like have the breeze coming in but still a little hot and do the thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the car, do the do the hand wave thing yeah. against the wind of the highway. Yeah. yeah. So we just had like a bunch of like really high quality stuff come out in a very short period of time. And I'm just like, okay, wow. Uh, sure. I wonder if that is strategic because if I'm being honest... I think music coming out in like the late spring, early summer is like the best time for music to come out. I agree with that. Because you're going out with friends, you're able to listen to music together. If music comes out in the winter, it's a very singular individual experience. For sure. And you can like game the algorithm a little bit to like do Mm. that, you know? Yeah. You can like put out your sad bops in (laughs) in winter (laughs) and just have that be it. That's why I always put out my Christmas album in spring. (laughs) No one ever thinks of that. And then we do it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm the only one. (laughs) No new Christmas music's coming out then. Nobody to compete. Speaking of competing. Ah, damn it. Wow. Don't dab on me. (laughs) Ironic or otherwise. Uh, (laughs) I'm having having fun. I'm having fun. Uh, As we get older... I want to share how I really appreciate the ability to reflect on our own way of thinking. Mm -hmm. So we've met enough people. We've been exposed to so many different aspects of the world that it now becomes easier for us to look at ourselves a bit deeper. Yeah. For example, we're gamers, you and I. Correct. I've recently realized that video games have taught me that one mistake is, in fact, the end of the world. (laughs) Which is, I, I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Elden Ring? Well, like, not just Elden Ring, but, like, everything, right? Thinking back to, like, the most iconic games of the last 35 years, Super Mario Brothers, fall in a pit, dead, go back and start all over. Yeah. Like, die too many times, full game over, all progress lost. Right. This has fed into, like, this flawed thinking that one small slip-up is a really big deal, And that thinking is flawed. Mm. Like, (laughs) in an RPG, if you defeat the enemy, then you gain experience and level up. But if you fail, faint, die, whatever, you don't get anything. Yeah. And in comparison from video games to real life, mistakes should be desired because in reality, you actually gain more experience from failure than success. That's a weirdly inspirational Thank you. <laughs> I mean, like, That's what I'm thinking well, like, about. like, gun, like, aim to fail because you learn. Like, I don't know if you've seen this this film. Um, I love this film. <laughs> Why do you keep doing this? Because I think it's funny. You did that like three weeks ago, and I was like, maybe it's just a one. Because I think it's funny. Um, uh, it's like it's like mispronouncing words. Yeah. Uh, the meeting will expire in ten minutes. Thanks, Zoom. 
<laughs> so there's a movie that's in theaters right now, or I think it's wrapping up in theaters, called Everything Everywhere All at Once. I have heard about this. It's fantastic. Jacob Roth told me that it is his ultimate favorite movie and that he has been telling everybody to go see it. It is fantastic. I don't disagree with Jacob on a lot of things, but like, I agree <laughs> with him on that. It's amazing. But there's like a, the whole idea is like, it is this random woman picked to save the multiverse. Oh. There's a chaotic force that is destroying the multiverse. At one point in the movie, she asks like, why me? I'm just, I'm, I run a laundromat. Like, why is, why me? And to which the person who's like picked her goes like, oh, it's because you're the worst Evelyn. What? Out of all the different realities, you've accomplished the least. <laughs> um, but what that means for this is that means they explain that you also have the most diverse number of different roots and selves and other universes. So you have the most potential energy to be amazing. Wow. Tend to do something incredible. So because you are the worst, you are also the best. Right. And, could, and you can do anything. It's kind of like the, I mean, it's probably not equatable because I don't think I fully understand it, but it sounds similar to the idea that a talented person can only go so far, whereas somebody who had to work from being bad at it can achieve more. Yeah, more, more or less. And then she becomes this incredible thing. But it's just like... Wow. Um, but it's just like you have all these different roots and possibilities that you you know you're you have been on in different universes, so like you have the most potential energy. That's so sick. It's That's such a good movie. Sick. It's such a you good said, movie. Everything all at once, all the time. Is that? What <laughs> <laughs> it, it, is that not what it is? No, it, no. I, 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 one of my favorite memes is like alternate <laughs> alternate titles for this movie. It's like it's yeah. it's called Who's There? I don't know. Where are we? Uh, <laughs> It's called, it's called, who goes there? What do you want? Why am I here? <laughs> what is it actually called? Everything, everywhere, all at once. Everything, everywhere, all at once. It's so good. All right. Is it still in theaters? I think it's still, I think it's still in theaters. Yeah. Well, even like, I think they just had their first box office dip because of Doctor Strange. Oh, true. But I think they only dropped like 3%, which is like insane it was initially released on march 11th of this year and yeah it's still showing as of right now yeah who knows in a a couple of weeks go see it it's fantastic if you want jokes about googly eyes and uh raccoons and everything bagels like hot dogs for fingers do it it's great huh be be safe because be safe. the positivity yeah. rates are be increasing. Safe. But be safe. <laughs> be, be safe. But like, go see it. I, but go see I, it. Yeah. Buy four tickets so you can box yourself yes. in. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> get away from me. Maybe I'll go for it with Jenny. That sounds like a good date night. Yeah, absolutely. It's weird as shit. It'll be really funny. It's so good. Was that actually one of your degrees? No, you just you just reminded oh, okay. me. No, I was like, that would have been like the coolest transition ever. I've like, I, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Oh, we we're talking about um, failure and like oh, yeah. little mistakes. And gaming. Yeah. <laughs> Just to wrap up that topic, there <laughs> are other more positive lessons that can be taken away from gaming. This is just one thing where I realized I had learned it without knowing it. And I think the fact that people can get introspective, look at their influences and then make a conscious choice to better themselves mm-hmm. is like one of my favorite parts of being human. I like that. 
That's very nice. Thanks. Thanks. So we're going to follow up <laughs> to Alan's initial question, kind of offline, but like, well, because you asked if I was going to talk about about Dan. Yeah. And your date. I don't know if actually that part got cut. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> for the it, audio it, we lost, but I did ask at the beginning. I was like, "Are, are you going to talk, talk about, about Dan, or should we talk about Neil?" Well, so, okay. So when did we, when did we record last? We recorded last two, maybe three weeks ago. I just talked to Ronnie and saw the edit <laughs> like thirty minutes ago, so it's fresh oh, okay. in my brain. Okay. Oh, it's been such a oh wow, it's been so long. Yeah, give us the lowdown. Everyone's curious. <laughs> All the people who are dat shepherds. What the fuck just came out of my mouth? I don't. <laughs> I, I, I meant to say shepherds. I meant to say your names combined and then say the word shippers. Oh, dat. But I said dat shepherds. shepherds. <laughs> um, like all the, the people who are either dat shippers or man, or man shippers. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the one. I'm a man shipper. <laughs> so this kind of leads into my overall degree. Oh, okay. Um, there is a very cringy thing that I heard that I hate is how I'm feeling right now. Aww. In a way. Uh, there is a thing I heard called Season 2 Energy. Oh. I heard this on the intertubes. Uh, it basically describes, like, when you feel a shift in your life where kind of like this, like Season 2 of a show, mm-hmm. where it's like, old characters returning some new characters returning there's a new subplot there's new possibility like that kind of stuff yeah like that's kind of where i'm feeling now in your relationship in every aspect of my life wow very cool because new people are coming in people are coming back like all of that i uh am leaving my job um to you know do something i want more and here's the like the thing you want to know damn (gasps) Sorry, I jumped the gun. I got too excited. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Dan and I are doing fantastic. Oh, well, good. What, what, what were you expecting? I thought you were going to say that you're officially boyfriend and boyfriend. No, we're not there yet. Ugh. Because so basically what we're doing is... Uh, so he That'll has... be the season two finale, I'm sure. <laughs> um, a la Parks and Rec. Um, <laughs> no, but also... Well, okay, so he is a PhD mm-hmm. at MIT... Mm-hmm. In nuclear energy, he's a person of huge. <laughs> just say, just of huge. Yeah. A... <laughs> Sorry, I, I was like, it wasn't an active choice. I want everyone to know that <laughs> pretty huge donor. Um, I don't know. Uh, no, so hold on. If Matt, if Dan's gonna meet me, I want to do better than pretty huge. Well, he dick. also wants to like. He also asked me, "What am I doing?" I said, "Recording with Alan." He goes, "What are you recording?" And I said, "A podcast." And he goes, "What's the name of it?" And I told him. And so I'm sure he knows so, who you are. So he's here. Yeah. He's hi, Dan. He's in the wings. <laughs> hi, babe. How are you? Um, We're not boyfriend and boyfriend, but I will call you babe and talk about how you have a pretty huge dedonker. I didn't say it. Um, <laughs> well, so, okay, so he's studying for... The rumor come out. Oh, my God. Uh, he's studying for a PhD exam, <laughs> which is... I'm, I'm listening. I'm yep. just having fun. Uh, he's just, he's studying for an exam, which basically is, like, a two-hour, like, you know, grilling session where, like, faculty just, like, what's this mean and nuclear stuff? And, like, tell us about your thesis and, like, what do you want to do? Like, what do you want to study? And if he passes, he is now a doctoral candidate. 
Oh my god. If he fails, he gets kicked out of grad school. The process for becoming a doctor is very, very harrowing. That's what it seems. So we're, you know, we're just going to see what happens after that. Because after that, life's going to be a lot less stressful for him. Nice. But as of right now, I'm just enjoying the ride. And it's amazing. That's good because, like, it's not like making that shift is going to change anything, no. right? Like, you're you're still just going to be in the same place. Right. It sh- and it shouldn't. If, like, if that, yeah. if that shifts your relationship, I'm like, that's... It's like marriage. Yeah. Like, Jenny and I are still in, like, the same place. It feels different, but, like, it hasn't, like, warped our relationship right, in which, a big way. Well, it's, like, kind of the biggest understanding I've, I have of our friends who have gotten married. Like, Pe- <laughs> Pedro and Amanda are, like, one of my, like pinnacles like on yeah. my, like on my vision board like because <laughs> what like, i want for my relationship right because it's just like they're so great together them brad pitt and and whoever he's with oh we stopped recording because the meeting ended so i'm gonna make a new meeting and uh send that to alan and you get to hear me do it in real time this is how the sausage gets made people this is a this is a unique moment because the Zoom meeting did end. So now Matt is sending me a new code so that we can link back up. But as far as I know, we are both still recording. So this is going to be very interesting for Ronnie to see do, 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 do. what <laughs> what everyone's saying um, at the same time. Join with computer audio. I w- but I'm very happy for Matt. I'm very happy for him. I'm, I'm waiting for him to send that that second, second code. The Facebooks. Do you want to send a second invite? Maybe. Question mark. It's just that was weird. me just texting him. <clears throat> I'm trying to send a second invite now. But how are you? How are you doing? Oh, that's good. I, yeah, I didn't know that, but I'm, I mean, I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear it. I've been good. Just, you know, working, trying to keep this podcast going. Not that it's difficult, right? Like, the, the, the recording part of it's probably the easiest part, because I enjoy spending time with Matt, and we have fun, and then that part's very easy. But the, um, the editing, the post-production, the putting it out part is, is definitely the part that takes the longest for us dead air and we're going do 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 hey hey (laughs) i'm still recording i recorded all my like just weird me too yeah so this will be really interesting to see how they line up we'll put that on the patreon um yeah you keep saying that but i do think we should probably get a Patreon. What's going to happen? Or, or something. Something. I, yeah, I agree with I that. I was talking about this where I was like, man, if we could just make enough money with the podcast, just monetize it just enough so that we can pay for like the Adobe suite. That would be lit. That we use to like that edit it. That's just, just yeah. all I need. Um, but you guys are doing great. And oh, your vision board with Pedro and, and Yeah, Amanda. so Pedro and Amanda. Um, you and Jenny, I think, would be on there. Because uh, huh. you're doing pretty, pretty good. Yeah, we're okay. Um, yeah, you're not bad. Uh, like bottom five, <laughs> we're top fifty most uh, okay couples. My, my, my friends Jed and Kristen, uh, or John and Chris, John and Kristen rather, not Jed. John and Kristen. Oof, oof. oof. Sorry, Jen. Sorry. Sorry, you had to find out this way. 
Jen's like, what about me and Kristen? We were good. Um, yeah, so there's a people on there. They're like, yeah, you, you guys are like, you know, models, I think. Um, hmm. But yeah, no, Dan and I are doing very well. He got me an orchid. Um, like I mentioned during during the plant segment, yeah, a complicated um, plant gift, right? And it's just been very nice. And he like we like grabbed dinner and like hung out and like watched movies, and it was really nice. Um, nice. It's just been going very very well. It's very easy. That's the best. Which is like, oh okay. When those moments happen, it really hits home the fact that you're like, oh, when I was like struggling with these other relationships, this is how it was supposed to feel. Right. And I think it's like, I think it's how you mentioned like one of the feelings you got with Jenny was that like, you're like, oh, I don't hate myself. Like, I (laughs) don't want to actively die. That's a, yeah, it's a little bit more dramatic than I think what I said. Right, right, right. right. (laughs) But like, yeah, just like, like, oh, wow, this isn't like taxing. Yeah. Like, when you're with somebody, you should feel better. Yeah. And he definitely does that. Awesome. Yeah. We're all happy for you. Thank me, you. me and all these dock workers are over here like, <laughs> yay, Matt, yay, keep up the good work. It's, it's an empty room. <laughs> <laughs> me and look at all of our fans. <laughs> <laughs> just like your, your, your dad, just like, woo. <laughs> my dad does listen <laughs> damn i'm happy for you though Thank that's you. awesome yeah you'll have to come up and say hi i would love that yeah i know i'm late to this barbecue but i figure if i'm late that means other people probably are late too yeah. so i'm gonna tell you about my new favorite role-playing podcast dungeons and daddies what yeah I'm sorry, man. It's not a BDSM podcast. Well, I was just like, (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) That's in their tagline. Dungeons and Daddy is not a BDSM podcast. It legitimately is. Um, I'm going to get this in front of me, too, while you're describing it. Awesome. So it's it's a real play Dungeons and Dragons podcast with a wide spectrum of dad type characters who, along with their kids, are all sucked through a portal into the Forgotten Realms, and now they have to use their dad skills and newfound abilities to rescue their kids and get back home. Hmm. It's super intriguing. I don't know if it's just niche to me. I know it's not niche to me because it's a very popular podcast, but I think when I heard the premise, I was like, wow, okay, I am on board. The amount of stereotyping mixed with like new age parenting and immature jokes. It, it is, in my opinion, cruder than the Adventure Zone, lighter on the gameplay mechanics than Critical Role, and it's just like fun. Okay, interesting. I was looking at it a little bit, I was like, oh, they have two seasons. Mm-hmm. It's loose and fun. And it isn't afraid to go off the rails, mm-hmm. which sometimes when you're producing something, it can feel like you have to stay on the rails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it actually takes a lot more courage to do what they're doing by just like kind of being loose with it. Right. I'm right now only 12 episodes in and I've already been straight up shocked by at least three moments that made me go, oh shit, I think I'm playing D&D wrong. Oh, re- oh interesting. Uh, I don't want to talk about those specific ones because I don't want to spoil it. Right, right. But um, it's it might not be apparent to someone who hasn't played D&D or hasn't been a dungeon master, but the way they function as a group 
really raises the bar for role-playing at a table. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. For like how you can bounce off of each other, how you can just trust your players or how your players can just trust the DM. Right. The way the way the dungeon master just like kind of lets them do weird shit. Yeah. Like, like sometimes one of them will say something and the dungeon master will be like, yes, that is true. And he'll just like wrap it into what he's already doing. Like, wait, what? And, and then like... it's it's so cool as with any project though like the first episode is a little bit hard to get into yeah it's not it's not as bad as the office but um, office (laughs) office slander (laughs) but i i would stick around i know it's a big ask because they're like our episodes but i would stick around till the end of episode nine because at that moment is when i was like we are dealing with something amazing oh cool yeah, at the end of episode nine, and you'll know it when you get there. I had to. I, I stopped the episode and I messaged my two friends, my brother-in-law and my current dungeon master, who listened to it. And I was like, "Holy shit, this moment!" And they were like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's great." And I mean, if you are into BDSM, go for it. Yeah, there is a side quest they do where one episode the podcast is about BDSM, but besides that, like you're you're kind of out of luck with the rest of it. But you could still get a nice little storytelling thing out of it. Yeah. And and honestly, one of the players is also a female. So it's not like a whole bunch of guys just being like dad stereotypes. And I think it's the biggest fear is like, like dudes with a podcast. It's like, please mm-hmm. stop. Please, please. We don't need more of this. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, that sounds really nice. It sounds like very wholesome. Yeah. I, I, I honestly really enjoy it. And like I said, it's crude-er yeah. than most of the stuff I listen to. But they're crude in a... in kind of like it feels like your high school friend group. Oh, like... Just like, like hanging out kind of yeah, way. Yeah, not like a like gross, disgusting like yeah, kind of thing. But just in a... it's I don't know. It's funny. It's, it's weirdly nostalgic. <laughs> Excellent. Love that. You know what else I think is weirdly nostalgic and lovely? And a little crude. A little crude? What? Our theme song. <laughs> if you listen really, really closely, there are some like crude sayings. In, There's lyrics, in the, yeah. Oh yeah, in the metadata. In the, in the meta, you have to like, de- <laughs> you have to defrag the data and like <laughs> do everything and just like fuck shit, like <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I love that song and I love you, Matt. I'm so glad you're here. I love you too. Thank you for potting with me. Yeah. Hey. They just released an audio version of the game Skyrim. It was spearheaded by Pod Howard. <laughs> like four people will get that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Thanks. Play, play, play it, us. Play, play us, us out. Doctor Kepler, I have a question for you. Uh, yes. Uh. What? I'm sorry. Was was there more to the question? No, I I just can I. I, what? So I think where you're stuck at is you have a mental cage right now, and oh. I think that mental oh. cage is 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 restricting you from grasping the holy nature of what I've just played for you. So should I like listen again and again and again and tell all my friends about it? I I would, and this is but one audio recording of this event, there is a whole database, a whole backlog that I would highly suggest you reference, you take in, and then you bathe in. Hmm. 
interesting. I will forward this to all of my friends at an obnoxious rate until they either listen or leave me. As we all should. As we all should. Thank you so much for coming to TED Talk Bumfuck Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Thank you for coming to the back of the Wendy's on 7th. <laughs> <laughs>